Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, the 9th of July, and the market proving itself to be somewhat bipolar at the moment, down 93 points yesterday, seemingly responding to the Victorian lockdowns. And today we're up 57 on the back of Wall Street, up 177. But also there's a lot of interest in Afterpay. APT is up 10.6%. They did a placement the other day at 61.75, but today up 10% as a bunch of brokers change their target prices. And one in particular has put out a target price of $101. We have Morgan Stanley to thank for that, but there are other target prices around as well. In fact, if you read the financial review today, you'll see they list a whole load of broker target prices. Bell Potter, for instance, a target price of $81.25. Macquarie have doubled their target price to $70. Interesting on the Morgan Stanley target price of $101, they have upped that from $36. So how much notice we take of a broker who is completely wrong, who now has a much higher target price. They actually have a best case scenario valuation of $242. Anyway, this post capital raising broker frenzy is obviously making the capital raising look terribly successful, which is in everybody's interest. So we're now $72.92. At the time of the capital raising, it was $68. So we are up, as I say, 10.5% today. That's where the action is. There's also some action today in the iron ore sector. We've got the iron ore price up 3.3%. There does seem to be a sort of Chinese economic optimism over the last week or so with the Chinese market ripping up. Rio's up 3.2% today. BHP's up 2.2%. Fortescue ran off over the last couple of days, only up 1% today. But that is obviously one sector that as we come into the results season in August, that's one sector that will probably have fairly low risk, safe and good results and replace the banks for paying dividends because they have the balance sheets to do that. So resources seeing some action today. Interestingly, also, you'll see in the strategy piece today, the Telstra chart has picked up about 10% or so. It looks like it's bottomed. That is probably also a beneficiary of COVID-19, a lot of data usage. But also, it's one of the few stocks or big stocks with a dividend due in the results season. Coming up, they've got results on August the 13th. I think it is. And they should have, again, a fairly safe set of results. So a bit of interest in income stocks running into results season. The other obvious one is the CBA, which has results on August the 14th, but they don't look quite as safe. The Victorian lockdowns have prompted a broker this morning to tell everybody that the banks are going to take a hit from the deferral of repayments on $262 billion worth of loans, which is 800,000 loans. And on that basis, you might just find that best expectations aren't met from the banks over results. All the big banks have already had results. It's only CBA has its results coming up in August. And unlike Rio and BHP, who we know are printing money, I'm not entirely sure that we can expect a decent set of results from the CBA. We can't guarantee that they will pay a dividend either. And it might be safer just to wait for the results to come out before buying the CBA for income. You want to see that dividend there first, and you don't need to buy it ahead of results. The sector clearly hasn't got much momentum at the moment, so it might just be better to wait for the results to come out before you go buying CBA for a dividend. I don't think you're going to miss much in the run-up to the results anyway. Meanwhile, there is a lot of chat today about the economic impact of the Victorian lockdowns. There are GDP downgrades around, budget deficit forecasts being raised. One in four people are now tapping 
tapping their super early. We're expected to hear about JobKeeper and JobSeeker extensions and about personal tax thresholds, which are due to come down in the years ahead being brought forward. There is an economic update due on July 23rd, and there's also a cabinet meeting tomorrow, and we may hear something out of that. Other things to mention today, we have various White House and central bank people in the US making noises about a V-shaped recovery. Deaths have picked up in the last two days in the US, but not a lot, and the market doesn't seem to care. Seems like it's going to take a really significant rise in deaths in the US to concern the markets. And one little story that might amuse you, there was a CNBC anchor I saw talking about the closure of the New South Wales-Victoria border in Australia for the first time in 100 years on the back of a spike in cases to 190 and he stopped and looked at his co-anchor and said did I read that right is that 190 or 190,000 US cases are running at an average of 51,021 a day here we are with 190 going into lockdown Australia is clearly taking this a lot more seriously than the US and it does seem like the US is just getting back to work and the virus be damned and if they catch it they catch it and maybe as we sit in lockdown in Australia we're getting blind to the fact that the rest of the world is getting going again and that maybe explains why the US market is still ripping along whilst we are sitting here worrying about the virus. They aren't. Meanwhile, I've got some charts in the strategy piece today looking at the travel sector, and you'll see charts of Qantas, Flight Center, Webjet, which are just examples of how the travel sector is folding up again. And there are industries that are really damaged by lockdowns from travel, tourism, leisure, sports, bars, restaurants, and these aren't going to go anywhere until these lockdowns are over. They may well be a recovery trade to be had out of these things again, but clearly not just at the moment. There has also been a bit of a sell-off in the energy sector despite the rising oil price although I do see JP Morgan today raising their oil price forecasts and recommending Santos and you'll see some target prices Cenex and Cooper Energy in the newsletter today. That's about it today not really too much to go on we're still in cash in our funds we are still feeling pressured to buy something it's easy in hindsight to look at the market and see after pay up 10% today but it's heavily overbought expensive and we really want to be buying stocks that are over sold not overbought and especially not in a bit of a frenzy which APT seems to be in at the moment if you were to ask would I sell APT now you're probably more likely to sell it than buy it quite honestly and there are a few skeptical articles around I think Anton Tagliaferro who's famous fund manager is saying that we're all getting carried away with momentum at the moment coming up on the diary is the US results season next week and a lot of the major financials are reporting generally speaking the US results season starts well and then tends to tail away it could obviously be a catalyst for the market next week. That's about that. Look out for Henry on Ask an Analyst at 5pm tomorrow on our Stock Discussion Group Facebook page live. Otherwise, we'll catch you tomorrow. (laughs) 